So I want to talk about um, relationships, anxiety, insecurity, and attachment. And this is a, in reference to an article that I found on um, Psychology Today. Again, the article is in reference to relationship and anxiety, insecurity, and attachment. And we're going to look at attachment styles and how... Um, they could be positive or negative. And when I say positive, sometimes we're, we're anxious when we're in relationships, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. And sometimes we are insecure in relationship and it is uh, a bad thing. So the article, again, is from Psychology Today and it's um, Relationship, Anxiety, Insecurity and Attachment. The article reads, Butterflies at the start of a new relationship are normal. Hoping the attraction is mutual can be both exciting and distressing. Yet after the initial courtship, courting phase, if a person continues to feel anxious with a partner, it may be a sign. Unfortunately, many people blame themselves attributing the experience of, of anxiety to personal insecurities or an insecure attachment style. Yet this is not always the case. Insecurities are human and a person's awareness of his or her insecurities is usually healthy. An individual who realizes and accepts his or her flaws is typically self-aware and insightful. And here um, they list some examples. So one of the examples, uh, which I'm going to read right now, Mia is ashamed of her financial issues. She informs her new partner that she feels inept regarding money management and recently scheduled a meeting with a financial advisor. Her new partner understands and supports her decision to try and improve. Now, I could relate to this because after my divorce, I wasn't on financial footing. Um, I wasn't grounded financially because, of course, the divorce left me with nothing. <laughs> That's why I don't believe in a 50-50 plan. So um, I'm still kind of like leery when it comes to dating because I'm not, on, um, I'm not really financially, financially where I want to be. And telling someone that you have a 300 credit score, <laughs> not saying my credit, my credit score is 300, but telling somebody about your personal financial situation sometimes can it you feel insecure you feel anxious you don't want to discuss that part so basically the article is saying that it, it the way her partner respond um her new partner understands and supports her decision to try and improve now that that's a good thing um it could go whereas uh if you have a bad financial situation i'm not trying to get involved with you so you see why you know, a person could feel anxious or insecure. And this is not a bad thing if one feels like this when one gets into a relationship. So the um, article continues, um, you know, it's going to talk more about attachment style and how we attach and how some of our attachment style could be good and some could be bad. On the other hand, a partner who uses insecurities to excuse wrongdoing in a relationship may be problematic for example, Rachel says to Tyler, I have trust issues. My last partner cheated on me. So I had a friend follow you to the club to watch you. It's only because I care. 
The article goes on, utilizing a past hardship to excuse current mistreatment of a partner is a red flag. Plain victim. Plain victim to evade accountability in a relationship is completely different than owning a deficiency and taking responsibility. So instead of, um, first, first and foremost, if you have trust issues, you shouldn't be in an in a, in a relationship. That's something that you should work on before you get in. Because if you have, if you, you couldn't trust the one before and that wasn't, you didn't fix that within yourself, you're going to have issues trusting the other person. So the article says a person may also wonder if he, if his or her attachment style is at the root of anxiety regarding a new relationship. A person who, who has difficulties trusting a trustworthy partner and who often reacts ultra-defensively, may have insecure attachment style. So basically, if, you're, if you have trust issues and you go into a relationship and you're, the person, for instance, that you're seeing is trustworthy and you can't trust them based on past experience, then you have what is called insecure, insecure attachment style. So we're going to go on a little bit more um, with, with the article because it was interesting and I wanted to share this about how attachment styles, you know, you might be able to relate to one, one or two of these attachment styles. Uh, the article goes on, thus, if a person is aware of insecurities and has a secure attachment style, the anxiety may be a result of his or her involvement with an emotional, unavailable partner. So if a person is aware of insecurities and has a secure attachment style, the anxiety may be a result of his or her involvement with an an emotionally unavailable partner. An emotionally unavailable partner frequently lacks conscientiousness, Um, insensitive acts often occur during the dating process. And although these instances may be like small occurrence, they often impact a person a person emotionally. In addition, if a partner excuses his or her sensitive gestures, turns the scenario around on the person and blames him or her for being too sensitive or insecure, the person may experience intense anxiety. Feeling shame for an intense reaction to a partner's selfish offense tempts a person to immediately excuse the partner and take on the blame. So the example for this is Lisa texts her partner, Mike, on Saturday morning, yet Mike does not respond. After a few hours, Lisa begins to feel intense anxiety. She berates herself for feeling anxious. Perhaps Mike had a family emergency or had to go to work, Lisa thinks. She reaches out to a few friends, hoping to run up her crew for lunch. Nobody responds. Lisa's anxiety skyrockets. She worries that Mike stopped caring for her and experiences shame for feeling insecure. After several hours, Lisa decides to take her mind off the situation by going for a run. As she runs through the downtown era she sees mike's car in front of a brewer a brewery her stomach her stomach drops and she feels intense distress 
When Lisa arrives home, she receives a text from Mike. He indicates he went to brunch and stayed to watch the game. He also tells a funny story about Lisa's friends teasing the server at the restaurant. Lisa feels nauseous. Her heart races and her hands get clammy. She asks Mike, why didn't you invite me? Mike casually says, because you don't like football. Don't be upset. Don't be like that. You are way too sensitive. I have to go. I have dinner plans with Robbie. Stunned, Lisa tries to, try to, tries to maintain perspe- perspective. Lisa attempts to see the situation from Mike's viewpoint. He isn't required to invite me to everything, she tells herself. Maybe he is trying to get to know my friends because he really likes me, she thinks. Trying to play it cool, she refrains from mentioning the incident to Mike again. Yet she continues to experience anxiety about Mike and then admonish, admonishes herself for feeling insecure and anxious. The anxiety Lisa experiences is her, in her relationship with Mike is not caused by Lisa's personal insecurities or an attachment style. It is a result of Mike's inability to be conscientious in the relationship. Mike only thinks about himself on the day of the game. He lacks empathy for Lisa and fails to consider how much he hurts, how much it hurts to be excluded. In addition, Mike refuses to recognize his actions as selfish. He denies accountability, avoids feeling remorse, and turns the scenario back on Lisa, unfairly accusing her of being too sensitive. Because Mike lacks conscientiousness, self-awareness, empathy, and accountability, The probability that he will hurt Lisa again is strong. Thus, Lisa, fearful of being wounded again, feels anxious. She also doubts herself because she is too sensitive. As Mike says, last, Lisa sends Mike's disapproval and worries about losing his affection. So in this case, her insecurities and and, and feeling anxious is not coming from her, but coming from him, you know, Mike lacking um, conscientiousness. So again, we're talking about uh, anxiety, attachment style, and insecurities, and how some of, sometimes we feel them and we might think they're negative feelings, but sometimes they're not. And in, in Lisa's case, her, anxio- her feeling um, anxious and, you know, of course she's sensitive. It's not something that, it's, it's been triggered by Mike, basically. That's what's going on. So the article continues, in Lisa's situation, it is essential for her to evaluate her, her capacity for self-awareness, accountability, and empathy in relationships. If she maintains these abilities in other relationships, she's probably not the problem. Her anxiety may be data that her current partner is emotionally unavailable, which is, is Mike. Remaining with an emotionally unavailable partner not only causes anxiety, but it also dampens a person's sense of self. There you go. The The combination may take a toll over time. Confronting the partner and assessing the partner's motivation to address his or her issues is also critical. A highly motivated partner may be able to improve, but a person should never sacrifice is or her own peace of mind, mental health, and sense of self. If the tendency continues, it may necessary it may be necessary to end the relationship. 
Now, when it comes to um, attachment and the um, um, attachment does involve feelings. Um, so Lisa's, Lisa feeling um, anxious and insecure or her sensitivity, again, may be brought on by her being with a partner that's not available emotionally. So to wrap up the article, um, and it's, it's, it states, to conclude, discerning, discerning attachment tendencies may be confusing, but if a person reflects on several of his or her interpersonal relationship and regularly experiences complicated and uncomfortable emotions, such as remorse, conscientiousness, empathy, insight, vulnerability, and self-awareness, he or she may be emotionally astute. Readily admitting fault, experience authentic, experiencing authentic remorse, and taking serious tries to repair a rift in a relationship may further indicate a person operates from a sturdy emotional base. The emotional fortitude usually stems from a secure attachment style. So a secure attachment style does involve vulnerability, insights, for you to be self-aware, um, you know, recognizing, you know, your, your, your feelings and your emotions, basically. Um, and if you uh, have to express those in a relationship, it's not saying that you're, you're, you have a negative attachment. It's saying that if you are self-aware, um, you're coming from an emotional, a good, a sturdy emotional base. Again, this article is taken from uh, Psychology Today, and the topic was on relationship anxiety, insecure, insecurity, and attachment.